So how do you create your dream business that creates generational wealth for you and your family and fulfills your true calling and purpose in life and do what you truly love and make the world a better place without feeling burnt out or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus, and I'm a founder and CEO of BossyHills.com. And every week, I will bring you insights to answer that question. Hey, hope you're well. Um, in the, today, I want to talk to you about how to go about reviewing your year. And as, you know what? It's a special time of the year, Christmas and end of the year. I just find it, it's perfect time to look back and really do a thorough business review, life review, and really set intention uh, for the following year. But most importantly, it's really important to look back and see what worked, what didn't work, and what you can learn from it. Um, it's interesting, actually. When I was as I was doing this this week, um, and I was reflecting on it, I thought back and looked back in my life, and actually, there was so you know years ago I really lived on autopilot. I don't know if you can relate to this, but I really lived in a way you know day by day autopilot, the motions. I was going through the motions. I was doing the routine. I was you know on the surface of it was achieving a lot of stuff. Um, but actually, it was all based on other people's expectations. Yeah, I know you probably heard this story before, of course. Um, it was all other people's expectation and other people's idea of success. Like truly, I didn't, you know, I didn't really know what I loved, what I wanted, what, what were my goals, like what were my goals? Um now, as I get to nearly 40 years old, you know, it's it's different now. And I think, you know, for a lot of part of my life, I spent chasing certain dreams and ideas of success. And it's interesting when you get there, you look around and you're like, well, actually, is that what I want? Um, so what's been different to me, what really made a tremendous difference in my life is really become super intentional about what is it that I want? What is the life for me that fulfills me, that feels satisfying, that I have designed? So for me, a really big part of being in control, I guess, maybe comes from the idea that I had very little control when I was growing up. But this idea of being able to design um, your own life, your own business in the way that you want and be super intentional. And this is where I saw things really changing and you can maybe call it manifestation. But what happens is when you intentionally reflect, design the life you want, design the business you want in your mind and then put implementation steps together, then you achieve it. And then it's like the level of satisfaction of that achievement is completely different. So and part of my practice in order to do this is really being reflective uh, over my year, over my business, over my life, where it's working, where it's not working, what do I want to improve. And that's certainly a process that I tend to do at the end of the year. I've actually learned this from Tim Ferriss uh, years ago, uh, and I found it incredibly helpful. Then I modified and adjusted what worked for me as a wife and as a mother and also as a CEO. And this is what I want to share with you today. And hopefully if you're doing similar thing, then you'll find this helpful. Um, so one of the things I ask myself, I really look back and I say, right, what are the things that I'm really proud of during the year? 
Like, it's interesting, isn't it? We all tend to look ahead, and I don't know about you, but I certainly is, you know, really, it's one of my kind of really weaknesses is really look ahead, new goals, new achievements. You know, I am extremely ambitious. I have really big goals. And that's one of the things that I also love supporting my clients with is really supporting them to see different, a really big vision for themselves. Um, but this is therefore it's so important to look back and say actually what how far have I come you know what have I what has happened this year what have I learned um you know looking back at December 2020 how was my life different like what are the new things that have happened and really go back and write it I find you know the process of writing in a journal is a completely different story. You can some things just come up. Like even if we were talking, like you and me we were talking, it would be different because if I if you were to write it, somehow things just come out, the insights come out out of your heart, out of your souls that are just sometimes so unexpected but so profound. So it's really thinking about those questions and writing them out. What have you learned? And what was fun for you? Like, if you look back and say, oh, God, this is this bit was so much fun. Like, maybe it was especially sometimes true for when you're out of comfort zone and you're like, this was uncomfortable and I was really terrified to begin with, but actually it was so much fun. Like, one of the things that we've done this year was Scale Secret Summit, which was one of the largest um, summits in the coaching industry, and it was just so much fun. But certainly, you know, to begin with, it was, like, scary. We had extremely big speakers. It was just so amazing we had a big ads budget and you know there's lots of promotion and work involved it was scary but it was so much fun like it was so much fun so really thinking about what was for you like what was fun maybe um you know with doing work with your clients or podcasting or other things what was really fun like what felt joy I always love asking this question, like, if I gave you a billion dollars, and if I told you, you know what, you don't have to ever worry about money or think about work ever again, what would you do with your time? So look back at your year and say, right, what was just effortless, so natural, so powerful, so much fun, because that will give you insights about what is your zone of genius. You know, sometimes people overuse this word, zone of genius, but it is really powerful. It's your strength. It's your competitive advantage. What makes you unique? And you will have that. I guarantee you will have that. That's one of the things I love finding in my clients is really, what is that your area of strength? What is your area of... The next question to ask is, what has generated most cash in your business this year? So really looking at your statements, your PL, your however you manage manage your kind of KPIs, your cash take, uh, what brought you most profit? What was the most effective lease generation activity? The strategy that brought you most clients um, what really was that? So it's really important to reflect on that because sometimes we get distracted by things that we think what we should be doing, but actually what brings you clients in your business might be completely different. And then there's a real power to see what has actually worked the most. And then it's all about really then rinse and repeating. I see a lot of people, you know, especially in this um, online space, they, they get really... Um, 
they get new training course, new ideas, and they forget and abandon what has worked for them in the past. And that's a really, you know, that's that's not the way to do this. You absolutely can incorporate new strategies, but this idea of reflection, what has worked for you personally, what you already have expertise in, that you know you has worked for you, rinse and repeat, repeat that again, plan that to repeat that again. It's extremely, extremely powerful insight to get. What's worked for you? Was it the funnels that you have set up in the system? Was it the systems? Was it the social media? Was it the personal connections? Was it referrals? How did the clients find you? And really maybe go back to them and ask them if you don't know the question and say, well, how did you find me? Like, what was your source of, you know, coming to me? Because, for example, for um, my business, certainly this podcast is an incredibly powerful source because I share a lot here. I share a lot more than others would. And I think this is one of the reasons why people really see value. I truly believe in kind of this idea of generosity marketing. I don't believe in this uh, strategy that many people use to say, what you need and why you need it, but tell you how behind the closed doors. Um, I really share a lot because I know once uh, I work with clients, there's so much more work to be done. There's so much more work and implementation that we focus on actually getting stuff done. That actually some idea of familiarity, some idea of first steps that you've already done in your business is extremely powerful because you come and when we start work, you're already really prepared. So of course we can work at any stage where you are, but especially if you're a coach consultant, if you're already making some sales, it's really helpful that you have um, that you have some experience in your business already because we can just take your business so much further when we work together. So really look back and say, right, what has really worked? And write a journal, reflect on it. And then another powerful question is, what has energized you? It's a really powerful thing. And, you know, one of, um, you, we ha- I have a podcast on this with my dear friend, Kim Wellington, and she is human design coach. And, you know, for me, reading with her and really doing that human design analysis was transformational, honestly, because I've learned so much how I work. It explains some of my weaknesses. One of my things is I'm a manifesting generator and I do have a lot of creative ideas. I have a lot of businesses that I have run, uh, a lot of spinning wheels. And I sometimes I thought, well, that's a weakness. They say you should just focus on one thing. But actually, as a manifesting generator, that's a very natural place for me to be. Even when I'm working, I have lots of tabs open. It's okay for me to work on different projects. I do try to focus on one thing and deliver it, but I understand my desire to try and experiment. And that's important for me. And I've learned that I can accept that thing about me through human design. So if you haven't had a reading, I highly, highly encourage you to have a reading on human design. It's extremely powerful, but it also helps you understand how do you make decisions, what gives you energy, what drains your energy. So one thing I really actively review when I look back and say, right, what was energizing for me? Like, what is really I energize about? And what days I am, like, on fire? It's actually interesting. Um, working with my mentor, he once asked me this question, which was so powerful. He said, when do you journal, Elena? And I was like, well, I do journal. But he goes, what days? Like, when do you tend to journal? And I reflected on that question. I said, well, actually, I tend to journal when things not going well. When I'm sad, when I had an argument with someone, when it's really painful. This when I tend to journal. But actually, um, it's really powerful to journal when things are going really well. And we don't have to do that because, well, like there's no need for it. But actually, 
journaling on what's going well and then recognizing this has now worked well. I had an amazing day. I actually do this at the end of the day and I kind of say, well, this was an amazing day. Why was it amazing? What is it I did today that worked? capturing that, noting that so you can replicate that is extremely powerful. And the same thing for the year, what has generated energy, but also what has drained your energy, like what was heavy, what was difficult. And then it's really looking into, was it difficult because it was out of comfort zone? And that's actually a great thing. And if you look at areas that you've grown and learned, are they connected? Then that's something to continue doing. Or was it something that just wasted a lot of your time, caused a lot of frustration? Then the questions to ask there is, well, can you get better? it like if tech is one of the things that drains your energy how can you get better at this because especially if you run an online business tech is a big part of it or maybe you you know maybe it's not your thing and you're going to outsource that but thinking about how can you either get better at it get a get a, a skill acquisition get a training course get expertise in this if not if that's not what you want to do and it just like kills your soul even thinking of that idea then outsource it. There's plenty of VAs, operations managers, and all sorts of it, contractors that you can employ who can help you. And it's one of those things you ought to think about investing, the same thing with coaching and support, and the same thing in staff, sometimes before you're even ready. So it's just, you know, it's going to be different for every business, but really doing making the decision is, especially if it takes a lot on your plate and you can focus on your clients, which is where your money is generated, is really important. And then also thinking what took a lot of effort, but actually bringing no results. And then really it's not just doing that, but also answering, you know, why is that? Like what's really went there? Uh, was it the fact that you procrastinated a lot? Um, you know, sometimes... One of, you know, things that I sometimes do, I procrastinate things, maybe I haven't started. So it's I know it's really important for me to just start something, start a project, start working with something. Once I start, there's a level of momentum that builds up and everything else after that is easy. It's that first step that's always so hard. And actually, I have this uh, phrase next to my desk in my office is to say, make a really bad first draft. And that's something has really helped me um, through my career, through my business's journeys. It's really, um, as a perfectionist um, at nature, it's really difficult for me to start because some kind of this level of idea that I'm, you know, I can't immediately get to a perfect result. So I've kind of done this thing where I say, well, right, can I make a first immediately, as quickly as I can, make a really bad minimal viable product can I make really bad first draft just really bad I'm just looking for a really bad first draft and the idea behind it just gets you out in the momentum and then you can improve you can iterate and make it better and then um, really think about it again like now stepping back and thinking where have you grown the most in your personal life as well um, and what do you want to focus on going forward so really really powerful review and that sets your scene um, for the following year. And one thing, um, I'll do a separate episode around planning and goal setting. I have the whole methodology around that. So that's been transformational for me. And there'll be a separate episode for that. But one thing I always do is I write a review a year ahead. So what I mean by that is uh, right now during this time, I will write a review of 2022. As if I'm in December 2022 doing the same exercise. And I'm, I've, I'm almost like thinking what I do is effectively write 
uh, a review of 2022 main what have i accomplished what does my 2022 look like at the end of the years if it already happened it's a really powerful thing it's uh, steeped in the psychology and neuroscience of it and i write it in a past tense for example like next year i have a lot of speaking engagement planned i'm speaking at three summits uh podcast uh, a lot of speaking engagement public speaking is really ahead for me so i will write at the end of that saying i had an amazing talk you know connected with different people or i achieved x amount of money in my business i closed this amount of clients you know if there's some deals that are happening that i'm working on i will also put them in place but i'll do them as if already happened so this is really powerful way it helps you visualize to get kind of tangibly touch and feel what you really want to do and what you then what i do now is i would look at my review that i've written for 2021 and see actually how different or the same does it look like and in most of the time i've far superseded what you originally thought you would do some things you become really over ambitious and it didn't quite get there, but you certainly made progress. So that's a powerful way to do this. And um, yeah, and remember, you know, as Tony Robbins say, we always overestimate what we can accomplish in a year, but of course underestimate what we can accomplish in a decade. It is so, so true, right? Um, because it's the people who are consistent at this game, who are consistent, you know, making tiny, tiny improvements. As James Clear says, 1% improvement, everything you do in life will give you a compound effect over time. But it's the people that stick with it, continue, pursue it, are the ones that are really, truly successful. So I hope you find this helpful. Uh, I'm going to go back. It's Christmas Eve when I'm recording it. The boys are watching David Attenborough. <laughs> They've just had their dinner. Um, yeah, tomorrow's Christmas. It's super exciting. We're going to open the presents and then we would normally go for a walk. Uh, we live near Chelsea in London, so in Fulham, so we're going to do some walking. Uh, we'll have our Christmas dinner. We also hopefully will get some gingerbread houses from Santa that we'll decorate in the afternoon. And then on Sunday, the day after, we are traveling to Carvara in Italy. Uh, we're going to go skiing there, which is... Just can't wait. We haven't been skiing for, well, gosh, two years now. We tend to go every, twice a year, every year. Uh, the boys absolutely adore it. And it's such a great way for them to be active, be outside, uh, get some sunshine. And we love Italy and Carrara specifically because it's Dolomite. So it's amazing slopes. So many, so much skiing to do. Uh, it's a really big place um, in Europe. But of course, you also have uh, Michelin star quality restaurants on the slopes, which is quite unique uh, in that way. So it's going to be exciting. Of course, I won't be able to ski, sadly. Because, um, as you know, I had an Achilles surgery um, in a few months, a few weeks ago now. It's been five weeks. So no skin for me, sadly. Um, but I will be at my, in my hotel. I've got my laptop, so I'll be doing lots of reading, um, thinking, strategizing. Actually, I'm looking forward to that time. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be nice to just do some thinking, um, do some reading. I've got some training courses I'm doing. I'm doing some plan planning, strategy setting, in that week, and um, we'll go for dinners, lunches, and do all that fun stuff. But yeah, so hope you find this useful, and it's really worth thinking about that. Spending maybe a couple of 
I was really reflecting, writing in your journal, how that year went, what worked, what didn't, in all areas of life. You can do the same thing for your health and fitness, for your relationships, for your friendships, for everything else. I really do kind of this whole wheel 360 review of your life. Hey, hope you enjoyed this episode. I had so much fun recording it. Um, and if you're a coach or consultant expert, and if you're looking to create consistent sales in your business and reach that five-figure mark in the next 30 to 60 days, I'm actually looking for two new clients to work with in the coming year. So if this is you, get in touch. Send me an email at contact at bossyheels.com. Let's connect. Let's see. Um, if this will be a right fit for you, but I can't wait to support you and help you grow your impact and your business. Lots of love, Elaine.